It was like, you funky dog-haired bitch. But anyway, we don't condone that type of language here. Going live yet, or? You sure are, yo. It's good for Boy Top 3706, The Bandalorian. This is the committee podcast. We have uh, <laughs> some of our usual suspects. Uh, El Chapo is still AWOL, but we have uh, Mr. Savage, uh, Marcus Sniffle, and return guest, Angelica Fuller. What's good, y'all? So this is supposed to be my turn talking also. Oh my god, you know what? Bro, I've been drinking this Mexican beer. I apologize. Uh, so I'm a Dolphin Savage, an AC3 Savage on uh, Twitter. Um, shout out to everybody. I want to give a special shout out to uh, Sugar Babies, uh, who's going to be sponsoring this show uh, this time around um, for all of your hair needs for my ebony women, ebony sisters and your chapstick for the ashy lip niggas. Thank you very much for representing. So I wanted to start out this week. Um, today is actually the series finale uh, for the original book one of uh, Power. So shout out to everybody who's seen it. If you have not seen it, the spoiler alert, cannot believe Tyreek's bitch ass killer daddy. He's out of control, man. Like, why would you do that? But I'm, anyway, I'm, I'm going to mute because I'm waiting for it later on. How are you waiting for later on? It's no, been on no, for 12 no, hours. Nope, nope, nope. It's been anyway. on for like 20 hours. But anyway, that's all I just wanted to say. Um, how's everybody doing today? I'm just I'm just gonna say this real quick about power. 50 Cent is fucking up by having the episode available at midnight on Sundays. That's dumb. Have it available at nine o'clock so everybody can talk about it at the same time you get the most eyes on it. It's dumb to do that. Thank you, because we got folks like Adolphus. Who come in and talk about it all day, starting at midnight? I actually don't. This is my first time. It's currently <laughs> nine Eastern. This is my first time talking about it. Well, I mean, I, I watched Power before. I'm like two seasons behind. But I mean, I've seen what's going on the timeline. Real quick, is uh, Kanan still alive? Nah, Kanan's been dead no. for minutes, but he did make an yeah. appearance in the final episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my description of Kanan was uh, Dave Chappelle. On that one episode of Dave Chappelle where he wrote his own life story, like this dude got shot, he like got burned up in a fire, like this dude could not die. I was, <laughs> yeah, you can't be the executive producer of a show and have your own character, like the fuck out of here. But anywho, moving right along because Marcus thinks this is a waste of time. <laughs> we're gonna get into the, the, the main topic. We're gonna talk about he has, his stickers on his face. How do you think it's a waste of time? But anyway, so, go ahead. We're, we're gonna chop it up about the whole, uh, I guess. Oprah's side chick, Gail, whatever her name is, going at the uh, the, the legend, RIP to GOAT mom mentality, uh, Kobe Bryant. And again, yeah. there's a lot of uh, back and forth on social media, even uh, rapping into power, 50 Cent talked about it, or he, he had his little take on Twitter about why she's trying to, I guess, bring down this man after he passed away and like what people had to gain from this. And uh, it's, it's kind of a big thing, so we're going to dump this and uh, jump into it. Uh, yeah, so basically, Gail, if you guys have been living under a rock or smoking rocks, uh, essentially uh, had an interview like she always does um, and just decided during the interview to ask Lisa Leslie um, a question about, well, she basically brought up the rape allegations from 2003, kind of presented it to Lisa Leslie, who is her friend. 
Um, I definitely want to give a shout out to Lisa Leslie. If you, I mean, if you're going to be somebody's friend, be a friend like that because she definitely uh-huh. held it down for him. Uh, postpartum, she, she did. Why are you making those faces? You know, niggas can't see it, but I can see you making faces. She held it down for she him. She held it down. And Twitter and Snoop Dogg roasted the shit out of out of Gail. What do you call her? A funky dog haired bitch or something like that? Excuse my French. Whoa, it's black people. Yeah, you didn't see that. It was like your funky dog haired bitch. But anyway, we don't condone that type of language here. Um, so I wanted to give it give it up to you guys. Uh, what were you guys' thoughts on? Gail, that interview, if you've seen it. And why would you even bring this up? You know, you're two black women speaking and you're going to bring that type of shit up, basically. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, I guess I'll go ahead and go first. Um, I, as the only black female on tonight, so I feel like, you know, I'm, you know, a representation of that. I feel as though she got everything that she deserved. Definitely. I, I really do. Um, when you, you know, you, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. You, this man, my thing is, this man is not even in the ground yet, first of all. So let's just have a little bit of um, respect. But she, she would have got a pass for those who have not seen the interview. She asked the question, Lisa answered, but then she pressed on a little bit further with it. She might have gotten a pass if she would have just left it alone because Lisa definitely was trying to, you know, move on to the, hey, I answered it, let's move on. But she, the fact that she pressed, you know, was what irritated everybody. And I definitely feel like it. I mean, it's a sensitive subject. End of the day, as, the, as Black people, as many times, you know, with our history of being wrongly accused of something, you know, wrongly incarcerated, people have died, you know, being accused of things. I mean, at the end of the day, the charges were dropped. You know, I can't say it. As a female, I'm all for, you know, if, hey, if he raped somebody, you know, unfortunately, you know, and I feel, I definitely feel for the victim. I really, really do. Um, however, according to our legal system, it's, it's settled. And so we always get mad when somebody dies and they want to bring up, Oh, well, he did this. He, you know, we, they go dig up the past, some type of small legal matter. She did the exact same thing. And my thing about it is, her and her homegirl have a history when it comes to black men dogging them, in my, in my opinion. You know, they want to press, like, you know, we know the Michael Jackson issue with Oprah, but, you know, they love them some white folks. I personally, I've been canceled, um, Oprah and Gail, like years ago, but this just solidified it. Okay, uh, I guess I'll be the only one taking the other side of this. Uh, I and I I will say that I do agree with what uh, Angelica's saying as far as like, you know the 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 history that comes along with like uh, famous black men, famous rich black men that associate with uh, white women and how how that goes. Not even famous rich, like just regular, just regular. Yeah, yeah, just regular black guys. Like, there's, there's plenty of time. There's plenty of regular ass black dudes that have gotten in trouble because a white woman has said something false or accused them of something. Uh, if you want to go back further, there are people who have been killed for talking, associating, doing any types of things with white women. So I understand that history, and that uh, has to be addressed, and that has to be uh, something that is acknowledged. And I, 
I do think as far as like uh like media wise and people that are talking about uh Kobe Bryant's situation, we have to talk about it with that in mind. But I don't know, it's just this well, I watched like did did you ever, everybody watch the entire interview or did they just watch the like the, the clip that they put out there? It was just like a five minute interview that they did. Yeah, I was gonna say I watched the entire interview. I just watched the clip. Yeah, so I mean, I I watched the clip, and they I mean they talked about other things. They talked about um, him wanting to be exactly like Michael Jordan, like his mannerisms and talking. They talk about his competitive spirit. They talk about his involvement with the WNBA and about his daughter and all kinds of other things in that interview. But there were certain things that Lisa Leslie said that kind of raised some red flags for me uh, when Gail was asking her the questions about like you know. Is this going to, does this complicate Kobe's legacy with the, the rape allegations and the, the settlement? And some of the things that she said was, Kobe's not like that. She said, I've never seen that. Never did it in front of me. That's not the person I know. Uh-huh. And I just don't believe those things happened. Now, I understand that that's what she's saying. She knows Kobe Bryant, but... You, people said that about R. Kelly. People say that about Bill Cosby. Definitely. They say about Donald Sterling. They say about all like all kinds of people. Are, they say those same things about them. Like if this if this was an interview about with R. Kelly's one of R. Kelly's girlfriends, we'd be like, "What? What are you talking about? Like, nah, I don't know about this." But you know, it, it, I think it's because we we all love and admire Kobe Bryant so much, and it is kind of soon that we feel like you know they're trashing him, but. I guess th- this is part of his story. It, it like it or not, it's part of the story, and it, I don't want to. I don't want to say it's because of what Kobe Bryant did, because we don't know what happened between him and that woman. But at the end of the day, this is part of Kobe Bryant's story. Like when Bill Cosby dies, when Bill Cosby dies, they're going to talk about him being uh, all the stuff he did on TV and comedy. And and uh, his his work with HBCUs, but they're also going to talk about the rape allegations, his convictions. The same with R. Kelly. The same with Robert Downey Jr. The same with Donald Sterling. The same with Martha Stewart. The guy from Seinfeld, Justin Bieber, John Bones Jones, Ray Lewis, Michael Vick, Michael. Oh, Jackson. Let me, let me if, they do, if they do, if they do a thirty for thirty on Kobe Bryant, are they allowed to talk about this or not? Because it's part of his story. But do you know <laughs> what the difference is? What All those it? people are still living. This man still has. My problem is that we can talk about it. We could have talked about it next month. You yeah. are exactly right. Like, that's in the history books. Like, I mean, yeah, regardless, it's there. But he still has kids and a wife that are out there still just trying to deal with the shock and loss of it all. And I, I understand that. But if you, and this is, and, and, and I don't, I don't want to put this all on Gail because she said this is what the, uh, the TV producers did like they put out of that five minute interview, they released that clip. That's the clip they use for promotion. So I mean, if, you, if you, if you smart that, marketing, though. do what? That is smart marketing though. Yeah. I mean, but if you want to really get that conversation started, that's kind of how you do it. Is it, can it be viewed as insensitive to the family? Yes. But there's also people who have been victims of rape mm-hmm. and sexual assault and they don't want to feel like you're just going to ignore their stories also like their stories matter too. And I can see both sides of it, but like, if they don't talk about it now, 
point. Then when do they talk about it? And obviously they could have been talking about it. They could have talked about it at any point. They could have talked about it when Kobe retired, but you know, well, he's just now retiring. Why do you bring it up now? Well, they could have talked about it when he won an Oscar. Well, he just won an Oscar. Why are you bringing that up? When is the right time to bring this thing up? I mean, I'm not saying, I feel like I'm not saying they didn't that. bring it up when he was I'm, I'm, not saying, bro. I'm not saying you have to bring it up, but I feel like at any point while Kobe Bryant was alive during any of those moments, people would say, this isn't the time to bring it up. Let's say they want to talk about it the day after his last game. Why are you bringing it up now? He just put up 60 points. This is his last game. Why talk about it now? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're always going to be able to push it off to later, to later, until when they do want to talk about it and nobody cares about it. But people are talking about it now. And I guess if you're the family and his kids, I oh, guess. White people are talking about it now. Angry white people. Yeah. What? Let me jump in. Let me jump in real Because you, you listed off a whole name of people. And we can see with the Mike Vick situation, like if it seems like the the crimes or the issues or the missteps that black people have are magnified a hundred times more than than white people. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it doesn't seem like he's he gets a you know the benefit of the doubt. I mean he, he was he was acquitted, right? Same yeah. thing with like the Vick situation. Clearly, if Vic had been from Buckhead and you know blonde hair, blue eyes. We're having a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Like people right here saying, like, "Hey, rapists deserve to die," or he got what he had coming to him and karma. Like there wasn't eight other people on that helicopter. So I understand the conversation needs to be had, but it, it seems like when it's a particular person or particular race of people that this conversation and and the tone of it goes to another darker place. If that makes sense. I mean, but how long like, did it take? There's, there's teachers, there's a high school principal that posted on Facebook that, oh, he got what he deserved and stuff like that. And she has right. like, where, where do you come out saying that about somebody that, again, they had a misstep. This happened over a decade ago. Yeah. I mean, if we pull the skeleton of everybody's closets, like everybody's going to be looking crazy. Okay. But obviously, what that principal did is wrong and out of line and insensitive. What Gail did, that's just responsible journalism like you uh, asked a question you did a follow-up like like Le- Le- leslie um uh leslie what's her name lisa leslie lisa leslie. Lisa, leslie. Right. lisa leslie was like she was trying to you know support her her friend and i understand that but i didn't feel like gail king was like throwing dirt on her she was asking a follow-up question it was a five-minute interview and i i would put most of the blame on the media because they used that particular clip to put out to the, to everybody, and what did everybody do? They grabbed, they made this into a thing. Like that's it gets to the point where Snoop Dogg is online threatening her. Like that's come on, guys. Like, no, that's okay. Like, he didn't threaten her. Like come on now. She they, has received death threats, but that's not he didn't. Dogg. But yeah, now that okay. that Thank I you. do not agree with. I definitely don't. However, the only thing. No, I'm wait a minute. Well, fuck her. At the end of I, the day, yeah. Oh, the only thing I don't okay. agree with. Is is the fact that okay, she Lisa Leslie was clearly uncomfortable, and I've seen many other journalists that have you know sided against Gail. They were like you know regardless of what producers say, there have been situations where they choose their beliefs, morals, X Y Z during the interview. That there are certain questions that they have just flat out just said beforehand. No, I will not accept. Furthermore, 
this was not the first time that you know the the rape stuff start you know got brought up again you know like the day of his death first of all and so we saw plenty of people getting the backlash so gail you already knew what was out there you already saw people getting bashed for saying things like he deserves this or this that and the other so that. you still you still she didn't I'm say no i'm saying that like other people like the principal for instance but okay so you see people getting bashed Y'all keep bringing More up that. But, it, but you still go in. You still go in and ask the question. She asked like three questions. She asked three questions in a five-minute interview. Like what she did wasn't on par with what that principal said and what people on Twitter are saying. It was very professional. It was like, does this? I don't think does so. This, does this does this complicate her leg his legacy? And she said no. Okay, was it professional? Um, when she was sitting up there kissing Harvey Weinstein, or however you pronounce it, okay, well, a man that we have known to rape her and her homegirl, both multiple pictures, multiple pictures with them kissing, hugging, blah 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 blah. So it again, yeah. it goes back to this white savior thing. Like you do, you won't. Neither one of them have spoken out about him. Okay, well, let's. Hey, white Zanny. While, while we're talking about that, how about we uh, Google the list of rappers that have been pictured with Donald Trump? Can we do that? Oh, how, yeah, definitely. I mean, all of, 90, let's say all of the 90s, you know, the black community praised Donald Trump. I mean, the, his, his epi I mean, his episode of Fresh Prince was just on. But, I mean, you're absolutely right. People, it's you not, know. It's not just the 90s. It was pretty recent. Like, we, 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 like, like we, we it's like this thing where we just kind of like pick and choose the battles we want to fight like if you want to go ahead and do this like well they were taking pictures they were hanging out with so-and-so like a lot of people were hanging out with harvey weinstein because he was the biggest guy in hollywood and a lot of people were hanging out with donald trump like what, what are you gonna do like everybody that's ever taken a picture with these guys is guilty of something and, like, and people have come back and and also said oh i didn't know that he was like that i regret that blah 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 okay but now one of these heifers have came up and was like oh i didn't know harvey was xyz none of them have said oh i regret you know our friendship or even just spoken out against what he's been accused of they have not done that Period. I can't. I understand those allegations weren't out there at the time the pictures were taken or they were hanging out. But once it did come out, you didn't take a stand. That's my thing. Like I said, I've been, and that's maybe just my personal feelings. And I will say this: I don't want to seem biased because you know I respect Kobe as a player. But I will say that I I was done with Kobe when it did come out because I've seen interviews also with the victim and that you know i really feel bad i know it was this settlement and all that you know that young lady you know swears that it happened so i really do feel for her and you know like i said we weren't in the room i don't know what happened but i can honestly say that you know i wasn't you know on his coattail you know i've been gotten off the kobe wagon when it came off so i don't want to seem like i'm biased definitely anyway. yeah, and that's how i feel too at the end of the day I mean, I was a, I think I explained this story to South Breeze earlier in the last week. I was a huge Laker fan. When that situation happened, like I was so disgusted at all yeah. the actions around it. I stopped even following the entire team. So it's not like I'm trying to cap for Kobe or just however the situation may, uh, may sound. My issue is you're very close friends with Harvey Weinstein. 
Weinstein. You you guys, y'all never did an interview with anybody on that. What do you base it on? They have multiple pictures together, hugging, hanging out. And I think it's even been rumors that they're all like really good friends with one another. Anyway, this is the real problem. The core of the problem is if you're black, you don't get a second chance at shit. It doesn't matter. No matter what Kobe did, no matter how many um, games that he went through for the WNBA, no matter him having four daughters and trying to raise them up as best he can, coaching teams. Like Southbury says earlier, if he's such a malicious, rapist monster, how is he allowed to coach a bunch of 12- and 13-year-old girls? But no matter what Kobe did, he could never erase that fact. It's nothing he could ever do to get a second chance. Same thing with Michael Vick. No matter what, it doesn't matter what he has done, no matter how many times he's spoken out or will speak out for dog abuse and different other things. I mean, if you grew up in the South, I can't tell you how many times I've witnessed live chicken fights and dog fights. It's culture. It's culture. But they will crucify that man till the day he dies. Every chance they get, oh, dirty dog pictures and beat up, mangled up dog pictures. And can I add, I just want to add, and anything he associates with, um, Grambling University is having Mike Vick come down to speak um, for, I think, their Hall of Fame, some sports thing. And, like, especially the mad white people, but people have literally, you know, started bashing him, but have talked about how the school is now trash. And, oh, you know, no wonder this is a black school. No wonder this, that, and the other. So you are absolutely right. Anything that you touch after that, after, you know, being black, after society has written you off, it's, that's it. And we're talking about a dog as opposed to a human life. That was my issue with the Mike Vick thing. We're talking about dogs, but we all know that, you know, it's common that white people have more love for animals than black people. But that's another subject. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, real quick on the on the Mike Vick thing, like I, I watched his, his recent his most recent 30 for 30 and how the people were react, how specifically white people were reacting to the allegations of him uh, being involved in dog fighting. <laughs> was they, they took it too far. I agree with that. They took it completely too far. And it's even more wild considering that I just finished watching the uh, Aaron Hernandez 30 for, or Netflix special. Mm-hmm. And when he was accused of murdering somebody, there were still people out there supporting him saying like, oh, he didn't do this. He wouldn't do this. He's a, you know, the Patriot way. And it's just, it's just funny to see how people, you know, treat certain people depending on what kinds of crimes they committed against others. And even with this, this Kobe Bryant thing, like, I think, I don't know what, who, what uh, news network uh, Gail King were, is she NBC or CBS? CBS. So I would put more blame on CBS, but I, I just don't feel like, I just don't feel like a lot of people, when they talk about Kobe Bryant, that's the, like, they don't bring up the rape allegations. That's not the first thing they bring up when they talk about him. And his career and his life and his legacy it's a, it's a, it's a it's a chapter in his book and we can't ignore that chapter mm-hmm. and, and and i feel like this the his his rape allegation and all that stuff is bringing it's being amplified by us because nbc decided to use that clip and they put it out and they got everybody riled up about it and we've been talking like i didn't even i saw that i saw people like going hard on her but it was like Four days in a row, people were going super hard at her. And I'm like, okay, what did she say? What was said that made it so, like, everybody in the mother is like, oh, well, fuck Gail King. I'm going to fuck her up next time I see her. Don't make us 
have to send some people after to come get you. I'm like, all right, let me check out and see what she said. And I watched the entire interview and I was just like, yeah, I didn't think it warranted all that. Yeah, I think CBS is foul for just using that clip for promotion. I feel like if they hadn't done that, we wouldn't even be here talking about this. But that's the only clip people watched. So this is where we're at. What I need to find out is, like, Gail King, she's been in the, the industry for a while. Like, I, I feel like that, and I don't know this for sure, but, like, I feel like she's should she's probably in the editing room. They probably let her know, like, hey, this is what we got. This is how we're going to run this or put this out. Like, I don't know. There had to be somebody to think, like, hey, man, like, this 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 might not be it. We might need to kind of, you know, let this one pass or put something else out. Why would they if it, if it, huh? Why would they do that? Because the only reason I watched that interview is because of the clip they put out. If they put out any, if they put out a, a clip of any of the other five things they talked about, I'm not watching that interview. We're not. Twitter isn't blowing up because of it. If they promote any the any of the other topics they talked about, they knew what they were doing. They played us. At the end That's of the day, very very insidious. But what I would <laughs> like to see is uh, just to kind of compare how these things are talked about and treated. Ben Roethlisberger should be retiring soon, probably within the next uh, maybe two or three years. Should maybe next year. I'm, I'm gonna and we're gonna have to make a note of this to come back and talk about how the media covers his his uh, his missteps in his career and what that history looks like and how it is remembered. Because again, nobody's wearing T-shirts or boycotting the Steelers years after it happened. This man was trying to coach the Pro Bowl, which nobody watches. Like, nobody even watches that shit. And you have people signing, I think it was almost a million people to sign a petition because of something that he did over a decade ago. And serve time for. And serve time and serve, for. Like, what, what do we, what do we, what do we do? Like, we also got to remember that this, this is also America. And uh, America doesn't really <laughs> treat black people that fondly. They, <laughs> they have a history of not doing that, so... Like, if you're looking for equality on this Ben Roethlisberger and Michael Vick thing, good luck. Because <laughs> you're not going to well, get it. What I need to discover, and anyone if you listen to this podcast, I need I need a, I need to have a uh, Caucasian male or female. Or not even Caucasian. Maybe just, uh, it's got to be specifically white. Or anybody that assimilates is white. I need I need y'all to come on the podcast and explain this this love for dogs. I don't understand it. Like, I've Please. had pets. I've had a pet dog, but like, how do you get to this level? Is there like a secret like club you go to or training you do to get to this love of dogs? Like, oh, that's a good boy, good boy. I'm already volunteering to be on that episode because I need to know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I saw a pitch. I saw a video on Twitter recently of people taking a dog away from a homeless person. Like, yo, what about the homeless person, dog? Yeah, like, this, yeah. How does he? What, Man, what, really, what is the calculus behind that? Like, how do we get to the point where we're going to save an animal? That's why that you contributes- see so many so many people now that do that. They'll have, like, the little dog with the American flag bandana on. And it's like, right. people feel like, I feel so compelled to donate because that's an American dog right there. That's a patriot. I'm, I'm, get it. Yeah, that's I'm a damn patriot. I'm surprised our fucking... I'm surprised the dog has replaced the bald eagle for representation of America. Like, I'm sure if they wanted to, I'm sure they could do a petition to get that changed. Like, they, they love dogs. They I'm do. not saying I don't like dogs, but I don't love dogs that much. Like, 
They said they said if you want to fix the like Flint water crisis, you need to show a video of a dog drinking dirty water, and people will donate like crazy to Detroit to fix their water oh, problem. Yeah, okay, so like even with the the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, so since it's Black History Month, had Colin Kaepernick been taking a knee for the abuse of dogs, he'd be in the Hall of Fame right now. Right now, he'd probably be throwing for the Patriots. Like <laughs> he'd be the man. Right, you know now. what I'm saying? But because he wanted to protest the mistreatment of black and brown people and police brutality. <laughs> That man is nowhere to be found. So, I mean, y'all need to look at yourselves in the mirror, man. Like, y'all really need to look at yourselves in the mirror and be like, what are y'all really doing, man? Mm -hmm. Do we really need to be doing this? Is this really necessary? Like, uh, God bless. But, yeah, definitely let us know your your commentary on the whole Gail King situation, uh, what side you're on. Same with the Mike Vick situation. Like, do black people get treated? Well, obviously the answer is yes. But if you happen to be listening to this and don't think that black people get mistreated, or held to a different standard than uh than our Caucasian counterparts, then I, I'd like to hear you explain why. Again, if you'd like to come on, this is a safe space. We're not gonna we might roast you, but mostly with facts. But yeah, I, I just need to understand the thought process of some of you you people out here and uh and your uh, thought processes behind certain things. But yeah, uh shout out to the homie. I got a Grammy who supports the podcast. Uh you're the homie, you know, appreciate the support, definitely share it with your friends. Family members drop on your Facebook page and Instagram page, all that good stuff. Uh, Angelica, you got any shout outs? Uh, none at all. Um, this, I th- yeah, this is my first episode uh, of 2020. Oh, so, yeah, oh, just yeah, glad to be here. Um, yeah, y'all share it. That's it. Support, you don't want to give a shout out to your, your man, you know, like he don't have any projects. Oh, or- Yes, actually, he is on iTunes. I just saw that he was right next to came up under Nicki Minaj. Yeah, um, shout out y'all go check out my hubby at John Quest, and that's Q W E S T Quest. Damn, I've been meaning to have him on. I know I've messaged him probably years ago to have him on the podcast, it's never happened yet. So, definitely make that happen. And also, the Nicki Minaj single isn't terrible, it's not, it's not, it's, great. Not. it's really not. It's not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I was, and this is sad that we've come to this point and we've gone a little bit over time. But it, I feel like we got to the point now that I tried to listen to that song and imagine if Cardi B was rapping it. I don't think people would have a problem with it. I think it'd go over fine. They try to push it as a big single, but I don't know. I'm, I'm looking for a world where you know they beef in public, but then like secretly they're working together and Nicki Minaj is like ghostwriting for Cardi B. That's that's <laughs> that's that is the that's the matrix that I want to live in. So, but again. Definitely appreciate y'all checking us out. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ryan McLaughlin from Don't Call This a Podcast, here to thank you for rocking with the thekidswearcrowns.com and our podcast collective. If you're liking what you hear, do us a favor and check out the website, thekidswearcrowns.com. We've got a plethora of content for you, articles, TV and movie reviews, playlists, and a collective of podcasts, which includes Don't Call This a Podcast, Sturdy Show Presents the Barbershop Podcast, Two Dope Smarks, The Committee Podcast, Pretty Petty Politics, and We Bring in Love Back. We've also got a brand new webcast called Politics as Usual, hosted by Ron and AJ. So be sure to go to thekidswearcrowns.com, subscribe if you like what you see, and follow us on Twitter at the KWC blog.